Migs Bustos, Cheska Litton Kalao. This is Off the Record. Hello, online world. Hello, OTR. This is Off the Record with Migs and Cheska. And tonight we are going to be discussing the top sports events that we are looking forward to this year. Yes, it is 2021, and we have someone joining us who has a wealth of knowledge when it comes to the world of sports. Please welcome Mr. Sev Sarmenta. Hi, Sev. Ooh, virtual hi, applause. Yay. <laughs> hi, hi, everybody. Hello. Hi, Sir Sev. All right. So before we start and uh, go to our first topic, Sir Sev, paparikap lang tayo. How was 2020 from your eyes, from your sports-minded eyes? How was that? How are we going to look forward to, uh, you know, with such optimism ba in 2021? If we learn something from 2020, bubbles are feasible. Yeah, bubbles can, mm -hmm. sports bubbles can happen. The NBA, the PBA, the Philippine Football League, chooks to go three on three. It's all possible. But then the question comes around is, do you have the logistics, the money, to be able to do these things? And that will be a perennial issue, and that's why you find the PBA double thinking now, uh, thinking twice over if they want to do a bubble again. And of course, for this year, I mean, we for last year, we saw a bunch of uh, sporting events canceled. Um, Wimbledon, for one. Olympics, another. And some of those sports are making a comeback in 2021. Uh, we asked you what you were looking forward to uh, in sporting events this year. And you mentioned, uh, you sent us a list. The first one on that list would be the FIBA Asia window in February. What can we expect from... From that. The disappointing thing there, uh, Cheska and Mix, is that there will be no crowds. Uh, the Philippines will be hosting the one of the two of the groups actually there, and uh, our dear friends from Australia will be returning to the Philippines, and uh, hopefully uh, the thing that happened in the past is a thing of the past. Um, it's an interesting. Um, development it will be a bubble in clark where the philippines will be with korea indonesia and thailand indonesia is already qualified they're going to be the host of this thing in august but the other group that's coming to clark is australia new zealand guam and hong kong this is going to be both this is easy you no know, because young bubble uh, has worked for the pba and the guys in clark i think they have a formula and they have an idea of how this can be made uh, to work and uh, to the uh, to the pleasure and the enjoyment of everybody, but they won't be able to enjoy the amenities of Clark anyway. What about the lineups, Sir Now that's the interesting part. Um, I'm sure Tab Baldwin would like to add a few pros, but he would like to keep the core of his young uh, men and uh, those young players who did so well in the uh, last window. Uh, they still need a few pros, I think, in terms of height, in terms of size, because Korea will not be uh, Thailand. It will not be the easiest opponents. Korea likes to beat us. It's it's <laughs> it's our it's our Asian Sambeda uh, Letran Ateneo Lasal. It's the Philippines. We love Korean culture. Everything about it. All their love. When they beat us in basketball. <laughs> yeah, but basketball. Medyo galit galit mo na hiwala hiwala tayo. <laughs> Well, I mean, we broke the Korean curse in 2013. Yeah. Mm. We we could do it again. <laughs> but the, but the, the, that's, it, that's why it's a rivalry, because the Koreans always play 
so much better when they play against us. You mm -hmm. you were not even born, the two of you. When in 1967, the Philippines played against Korea in Seoul and the Philippines won by just three points in the end, 73 to 70. Then in 1969, when the games were done in Bangkok, yung ABC, yung FIBA, no? the Koreans just killed the Philippines. There's a player named Shin Dongpa who just killed uh, uh, the Philippines. Uh, they, they always have one star that's ready to slay all the Filipino dragons, uh, Herjay and so many other guys. And there's always that star that uh, we will begin to hate. Uh, even if we love Korean telenovela so much. <laughs> <laughs> now, Sir Sev, um, of course, yung amateur lineup, diba? yung Gilas cadet lineup back in November was kumbaga, really impressed the Filipino fans. And they mentioned, the coaching staff mentioned, or Sinoman from the Gilas side mentioned that, of course, there will be pros, but at the same time, invited pa rin for the tryout yung mga Gilas cadet. If there were Gilas cadet, from your opinion, who do you think should make the lineup? Kahit isa pa yan, dalawa o tatlo yan. Alin, yung uh, sa mga, mga mas bata, the younger yes, ones? Yes, the younger well, ones. Dwight Ramos is definitely uh, there. Uh, one of the... Um, the Lia, uh, yung one, uh, what's the exact name? Gomez si, uh, Deliano? Uh, no, parang ano? Si Juan? Football, football players ang pangalan. Kaya <laughs> pasok na, but they're really very good. Uh, Paras should still be there. Paras is trying to learn how to play that uh, position in the slot because every every Filipino likes to see him dunk. But I think they're trying to hone his talent so that he develops other parts of his game. I think we will need some shooters coming from the pros. We'll need the Jeff Chans. Uh, we'll need uh, Matthew Wright. We'll need a couple of shooters. Korea is a deadly team. And their system, way of playing, the discipline in which they play, uh, it's a system of playing that's passed on from generation to generation. It's like the Japanese national women's volleyball team that won the gold medal in 1964. Mm -hmm. It's just repeating itself because culturally, this is the way we should play. And that's the same thing with Korean basketball. Yeah. They play the same way through the years. We have different systems through the years, different coaches, uh, which is not so bad because we've already <laughs> did it, as Cheska said, in 2013. All right. And of course... Uh, since we're talking about basketball, over to local leagues, the PBA. Uh, we're looking at April, supposedly. Yeah, you and I have been jobless for a long, long time. Uh, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> uh, uh, well, uh, also, also, be also because of health protocols, I was not allowed to work in the, in the studio. No? But uh, also, uh, because of age, uh, the, the three seniors were not allowed to work in the, in the studio mm -hmm. during that time. But I think they're looking at possibly two conferences, but how it will be done will be the big thing that yes. they will work out. Malakas yung 65 million. That is not easy. Uh, hindi nila makukuha sa sponsorship, mm -hmm. even from the television deal. Um, it, that, that's going to be tough to be made. That's a lot of money. And uh, there, there are a lot of expenses. That's a hotel they stayed in. Hindi, hindi mm -hmm. dormitory and hindi inspire NUN. Mm -hmm. you know? um, and the, these are big, tall basketball players. That uh, These are grown men. These are not students. These are not student athletes anymore. Uh, these are people who have personal needs. And some of the mental issues were uh, actually something they had to deal with boredom. People uh, could not relate to each other. Masyado malaking social distancing, which is part of the health protocols we're all experiencing right now. Mm -hmm. Sir, Seth, I just want yeah, I just want to ask, sir. Uh, Cheska, do you want? Sorry, oh, go, go ahead. ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. 
Uh, Sir Seth, I just want to ask uh, with the competition, of course, naging free for all. Eh, nung na-injure si Romeo, wala si Junmar Fajardo, and then eventually anybody could have taken the championship, uh, Philippine Cup championship. For you personally, was it a new sight, a relief, or maybe the casual fan na parang baka yung iba sasabihin nila, ah, iba naman? Or at the same time, was did that actually have a setback when San Miguel didn't make it that far? I, I think it's very clear the absence of June Marfa Hardo changed the equation. Um, suddenly, everybody uh, was thinking San Miguel is so old a mm-hmm. team nowadays, but they're not. No, they they just lost their big man. Nag-iba yung laro na San Miguel. Eh. Mm-hmm. Uh, wala na yung paso sa loob. June Mar would just find Marshall Asseter and Chris Ross and Tabagnot on the outside. That changed the equation. But the interesting part from a league perspective is that you now have teams like Miralco. Uh, you have teams like Phoenix uh, that are now uh, moving forward. TNT re- returned to its uh, uh, elite position for a long, long time. Uh, TNT hindi nila alam kung sino sila eh. Now they're back as one of the elite teams mm-hmm. to, of the league. That's um, going to be the equation at, and plus a draft that's coming is going to change uh, the equation. I'm not familiar with the your mix. Baka ikaw mas familiar ka sa mga bagong papasok. Uh, uh, what I do with the draft is I wait for it to end. I wait for it to end because nothing is final after the draft naman eh, ba? So I just wait for it to end. Do you think, okay, so you, you already brought this up, uh, when when San Miguel didn't even make it to the finals, everyone was talking about, uh, well, some not everyone, but like some people were bringing up, again, the lineup is getting old, it's time to trade these players, it's time to do uh, this and that. But, I mean, isn't that kind of a disrespect to what San Miguel accomplished in the last few years I think considering so. that you lose one keep one okay admittedly Junmar Fajardo is a massive factor one but big player one big one literally and figuratively <laughs> big player um and you know it's not easy to immediately adjust uh what do you think we'll see from San Miguel in the well, next conference well I think they'll try to get younger uh, add a few more players, use a, little, a few more players. Uh, I got a kick out of Chris Ross's tweet uh, when they didn't make it anymore. Uh, last year, we were short of a Grand Slam. Now they're saying we're too old. And that yeah. I, I thought was in, extremely interesting. But at the same time, San Miguel will continue to be a force when Terence Romeo returns. Uh, they'll get a few more younger players, one or two, perhaps depend as a draft. But the return of June Mar Fajardo will be... They, let's keep in mind, they still have Tautua with them. So, uh, San Miguel will continue to be a force. And pag natalo ka, you want to bounce back. Eh. And I guess uh, it's still iffy if we will have import conferences. Hindi pa sure because of the pandemic situation. Mm-hmm. We might even have... In the past, we used to have two all-Filipino conferences. And that's a possibility also. Now, speaking of bubbles, Sir Seb, and speaking of uh, from professional athletes, we go to amateur athletes now. So, collegiate, UAP has decided to cancel season 83. Pero NCAA still above water, head above water, and trying to salvage season 96. What is the latest on the NCAA now? Is it feasible if amateurs naman ang gagawa ng bubble sa collegiate scene, Sir Seb? Uh, there are certain campuses that will be feasible for 
the bubble. Um, for instance, if we do, do UAAP style first, UST, Ateneo, UP, uh, even LaSalle campuses will be ideal for a bubble. But the UAAP, as you said, decided let's not risk it anymore. Since there are no classes, why risk the uh, games? And you know, Mix and Jessica, it's so boring to have college sports without the crowd. I mean, really, <laughs> we, might, we miss the game, the action, but what makes college sports so much fun is the turnovers, the mistakes, the errors, uh, the, everybody analyzing, everybody talking about their uh, their loyalties. But the, the fun of the matter is the mistakes that young people make are great for sports because they will be better in the future. Mm -hmm. uh, so is the NCAA, Cheska and I came from the NCAA. Uh, are, they, um, are they not... Uh, discerning, I think they're studying it very well. I think their idea is to have two bubbles, one in Intramuros and I think another one somewhere in the um, um, university belt area. Well, they're assuming na wala masyadong tao because there are no classes. Um, where there? In San Beda? Uh, in Letran? Possibly. Uh, there are, there's a big dormitory over there in Letran. It's really... It will come down to logistics. Who has the, you know, magpakain lang na isang basketball yeah. team, grabe na eh, no? Ta <laughs> isang production reunit lang, mahirap na pakainin. Isipin mo yung buong production team, dadali mo rin, six basket, ilan ng teams ng NC? 14 ba? Ta Ten. Ten? Oh, isipin mo. 20 games yung lalaroin nila. Ten. Kasi tabi-tabi yung Mapua, Letran, and some other schools in Intramuros eh. And the others are in the U-Belt. Let's see. Let's see. Pero risky, no? Kasi mga students, eh. Uh, di ba at risk yung mga those who are younger and those yes. who are older. Extremes ng spectrum, yeah. di ba? And factors din, Sir Seb, yung ano, hindi magsistart ng competition hanggat walang face-to-face -face classes. Yeah, I, I, I think that is the firm stand of the UAAP. Yes. And I, it's something that the NCAA, I think, ang, if I were to be fair, ang NCAA is 50-50. If it's feasible, and if somebody, and is it their new network that will help them pay for it? Maybe. We don't know. Uh, let's see. Because I'm sure GMA is in, in interested in getting it off and going because there's no college basketball nowadays. And it would be understandable if they pursue it. But I, I think they should tread very slowly because, because it's health that is at risk. Yes. But also, okay, so a while ago when we were talking about the PBA, you mentioned that these are grown men, nasa hotel sila, um, and then now we're talking about students. So if the NCAA were to push through with this bubble, how do you think this bubble would be different as compared to a professional league bubble? Right. I think I think yung concern, syempre, ng mga PBA players were their families. Eh. Uh, there were so many players whose wives gave birth while they were yes. in the bubble. Uh, and they were so thrilled to meet their their their, their newborn babies. Uh, like for instance, si Jericho Cruz, hindi nang anak naman si yung kanyang wife ano, but yung daughter niya was so surprised to see him back home. Uh, how will it now work out? Kung sa college, I think it might work out a little better because you know naman those Cheska, you played varsity sports. It's easier magkakabarkada kayo, magkakaitad kayo, and there's a father, teacher, coach figure mm -hmm. that will take care of things. Uh, as long as it's safe, I think they should pursue it. But at the same time, they should not force it. 
Uh, I think it's easier kung college and uh, high school. Pero ang hirap ano, I think they're limiting it also to just th- two or three sports. Uh, basketball, volleyball, and I think track and field. Uh, they're not doing the whole program, which is also mm-hmm. unfortunate for the uh, other athletes also. Right. right. So lastly, Sir Seth, as we conclude this uh, guesting, maraming maraming salamat for joining us. Generally, Sir Seth, your, your outlook for local sports in 2021? With uh, guarded optimism. I've learned to live in a cave. It's uh, depressing. It's also gratifying because you get to do many things. But I think what we have to come to terms with is that sports will have to come back slowly. We are so much in a rush to get sports back because we're not doing as much traveling. We're not doing our work outside. We want to watch live sports. That's why the bubble of the PBA and the NBA bubble has worked because we are doing nothing else. But let's um, let's be careful. Um, we can't have all our regular lives back until this vaccine uh, really works and uh, they can solve this vaccine distribution and purchase eventually. Uh, I'm optimistic that maybe by the third or fourth quarter things might change. I'm worried about the Olympics. Huh? Uh, I'm worried about. I'm worried not one for Japan because of the expense they've uh, tossed in two for the athletes and their timetable. Uh, I talked to Heidelin uh, Diaz and boy, she's upset because a program yung mga athletes eh, yung pag-peak performance nila tas nga canceled na naman. And um, let's see. Let's talk again pag uh, when things change. So maraming maraming salamat again Sir Seb Sarmenta isa pong karangalan isa sa mga halige ng sports casting industry dito sa Pilipinas. So maraming maraming salamat po and happy happy new year. Thank okay. you so much for joining us. All right, so this has been Off the Record with Migs and Cheska. And see you guys in the next episode. So guys, this is an audio exclusive for Podcast Network Asia.